Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Sovereign Women Movement Show. Welcome, Satnam. Satnam and welcome, welcome, Satnam. To all of you, Satnam, Satnam. Welcome, welcome. Happy, happy Monday to all of you, Monday. Did you know that the brain pathways that drive depression are actually intrinsically linked to the same ones that actually drive pain? That's exactly what Dr. Christy Bannister was just recently quoted as saying. And today on the Sovereign Woman Show, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about depression and how that's actually linked to chronic pain. Satnam and welcome. Thank you all so much for being here. We're catching this live. I am Jyotira Jukwar and I help top performing real estate producers, women entrepreneurs overcome cold depression through my SWC method of Kundalini yoga therapy and spiritual psychotherapy. And this beautiful queens and goddesses is our movement of women taking their sovereignty back. Satnam, Satnam, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. How's everyone doing on this beautiful, beautiful Monday? As you can see, I am here with a very a beautiful radiant tan. So a few of you may know that I was actually in, um, Puerto Vallarta, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. This is a, a beautiful beach town, jungle ecosystem in Mexico and in, in the state of Jalisco. And if, this is our second time that we've been there. There's very few places in our travels because I don't know if any of you knew or not, but I am actually a, a very avid traveler. I've always loved to travel. And every summer, we always have like a place that we're going to go to. I remember when my children were, um, or my boys that are now 23 and no one's going to turn 17 this year, we would get together and we would have like these presentations on where we wanted to go for the summer as soon as summer school was out. And then we would vote on like the best uh, presentation. And then that's where we would go for the summer. And, you know, everything that happened with this crazy pandemic and all of that happening last year, it kind of really derailed a lot of people. And we took a lot of trips within the United States in the last um, year. We did a lot of like nature. We did a beautiful trips to like Utah, which I never even imagined how beautiful Zion National Park would be and Bryce Canyon and went back a lot to Colorado, which is our favorite state in the whole wide world and the beaches. We did a lot locally but it feels really good to like come into 2021 and to kind of get that spirit back of where do we want to go you know where do we want to go internationally where do we want to go just the way we used to set our big plans and going you know there was so many intentions for us to go to one of the biggest uh, intentions for me is going to India and visiting some of the places that have been near and dear to my heart and also visiting Egypt. That's another one that is on my bucket list. And yet this year it was almost like divinity. God herself was like saying, you're going to go back to the places where I taught you the most lessons. You're going to go back to the places where you opened your heart more to gratitude and love. And, and to me, that's what Puerto Vallarta symbolizes. You know, a lot of people like go to Cancun and we've been to all the different beaches in Cancun. We went, we've been to the actual Cancun city downtown. We stayed there and we gone, we've been to Playa del Carmen and Cozumel. So different areas of Cancun and we love it. And I know a lot of people like love it because of the 
beautiful, pristine beaches and places to stay. But Puerto Vallarta is so different. Puerto Vallarta, not only can you still get like beautiful, luxurious places to stay and, and, and gorgeous beaches, but it feels more like Mexico. Like to me, like Cancun really has been, there's so many European people that go there from like, you know, there's, it's so close to like Florida and to like the European, um, uh, Europeans that it's easier for them to access there so it, it really has changed it, it kind of has lost a lot of its um, Mexican true cultural flavor and that's something that you do get in Puerto Vallarta and and for me going to, the first time I went to Puerto Vallarta I went on a full moon and there were so many lessons and healing that happened during that trip in my lineage that when they said, you know, this time around, you want to go back to Puerto Vallarta? I was like, absolutely. And, and going back with my family, it was like so beautiful to, to finally be able to go back and travel again. And there was a lot of people, a lot of us um, that were nervous. I know my parents were a little bit more nervous than normal. And then the other are different rules you follow, you know, with the whole situations, but really it was a lot of it was also a lot of excitement and, and seeing how powerful we are as co-creators. That's one thing that I do want to share with you as, as it relates to my trip. It's like, you know, our beliefs create our reality we really need to learn how to step outside of the program and, and really ask for what our heart desires because the world, especially now and moving forward, and this is why I even created the Sovereign Woman Movement and the Sovereign Woman Academy, you know, there's going to be, there are so many things to distract you, to create fear in you, to tell you you shouldn't really enjoy life. And, and they're only going to appear to be expanded and, and magnified even more as we move into this age of consciousness where so many of us are also awakening spiritually. So many of us are stepping outside of the matrix and really saying, hey, what is important in my life? What makes me come alive and creating a life that's worth it? And because there are going to be so many more ways that our sovereignty literally is taken from us underneath our noses it is so important that we really really tap into what makes us come alive because when you are in joy when you are in gratitude when you ask and surrender for the universe to deliver to what makes you come alive we're not worrying about the how not only are the miracles incredible, but the gratitude that you feel for the way it all happens because the divinity and God herself makes sure that you know that it's her that's helping you through this. You start to live a life of magic and you start to live outside of the matrix where the matrix is showing you to not be enjoyed, to not follow your dreams, to not listen to your soul, where as an, when you are a meditator, when you're a sovereign woman, you put yourself in your own trance you get to decide what this reality looks like based on your emotions, based on your thoughts, feelings, and what you are becoming conscious and aware of. And this trip showed me how powerful I am in co-creating the life that I am experiencing. And at the same time, you know, as much as that gives us a lot of power and confidence, it can scare you a lot too, because you also know that you have to be much more aware of your thoughts. You have to be much more accountable of this world that you're creating. And that's where a lot of people don't want that responsibility. They'd rather give away their sovereignty and have someone think for them or experience life for them. And that is exactly what we're all graduating from. And this is a very potent week for that. You know, there were so many lessons that I learned in Puerto Vallarta about not limiting myself 
for what my soul wants to experience, regardless of what is happening around me, right? But also learning how to use these, these energies, these cosmic times of mass or rapid change so that my soul evolves in a way where no longer does it have to be a martyr, no longer does it have to suffer and that's the only way it learns. And also learning how to radically accept, radically accept the moment as it is without trying to change it because through that radical acceptance, the healing and the miracles are actually created. And that's what I want to talk about today because a lot of the things, you know, I, I'm so excited to be back on the podcast and to be able to come back to you all here live because there's so much in me that I have to share with all of you as it relates to healing cold depression, not only in a physical scientific way to understand it, but also spiritually, spiritually, because ultimately we're talking about spiritual problems. We're talking about energetic problems, which is what is energy? Energies are, and basically emotions, energy and emotions are energy and motion is an emotion that's really what it is and this week is very fiery you know today is a very a day where you'll feel the transition with your relationships i was just explaining to the to the beautiful goddesses this morning satna uh that it could feel like our relationships could kind of uh, feel like this form of expansion and they've been through so much metamorphosis if you've been going through so much change and metamorphosis yourself then of course your relationships will be transforming too, because as the relationship with yourself changes, so do all the other relationships around you change. This is why healing is so critical. And, and Venus is the planet of relationships, is going into now the sign of Leo. And Leo, it actually loves hanging out with Leo. And Leo is a, is a heart-centered planet. You know, Leo loves to have a good time. Leo is really a, a good partner where Venus can finally relax and, and bring some fire. So could, this could really be like an awesomely romantic, hot, beautiful uh, uh, summer for you as Venus moves into Leo. And in the other aspect of it, it will be, of course, that fiery that can destroy, right? That being able to use the energy in its highest frequency of love, of finding a lot of compassion right now for your relationships and learning how to be in that state of consciousness of unconditional love so that you can use relationships as a, as a tool for growth and, and spiritual alchemy. That's really what they're here for, right? So there's a, there's a beautiful transition in relationships that then really like sets the tone. But then we have this like July 1st event that kind of really starts to create even more fire. And if we're not careful and aware, we can start to really bring back a lot of toxic patterns as it relates to lineage. You know, there's a lot of us that actually are being loyal to the way our lineage has suffered many generations, whether that's in the way women were disrespected in your lineage, perhaps they didn't respect themselves, perhaps they didn't receive the respect of a man, perhaps they didn't receive the respect of the world that they seek, the society, whatever that case may be, where there may have been betrayal, where there's a patterns of addiction, of, of basically these um, programs that we carry ancestrally. Many of us actually, when we're not aware of these, these programs, and, as, and you can become aware of them by realizing in your life what keeps repeating you know what what are the lessons that keep repeating here but the the deeper lesson here is that especially this week is that my own, a lot of us don't realize that we're actually really loyal to these programs 
we're loyal to like the stories of our ancestors of lack of self-worth because it's almost like we feel like if we do not honor those programs that there's a part of us that our ancestors basically not be happy with or we're so stuck to that program that we feel like who would we be without it almost and if you're not careful this week you can really start to create more karma for yourself because on July 1st we got Mars the planet of war who's opposing this like Saturn who is all about the rules and right now Saturn and Uranus remember Saturn Uranus is this square transition that's happening three times a year that's really like liberating people you're speaking your truth you're you're wanting to break all the rules and the laws that Saturn's creating because Aquarius wants us in the future and and Mars in this in this opposition to Saturn on July 1st and then really moving into this opposition into Uranus which is this whole square that's kind of shocking bringing a lot of shocking truths to the surface kind of doesn't like hanging out in that way in the cosmos and it can create a lot of tension it can create a lot of fire where you will destroy instead of allow yourself to alchemize you can use fire to destroy yourself or others or you can use fire to change the the frequency that's why you could change lead into gold it's the alchemization process of our consciousness too we can we can uh, alchemize our level of consciousness, meaning the only way we don't repeat patterns is we don't create karma by not being present. If you are present in the present moment, you're not in the identifying yourself of in the past and you're not in the future, you're not creating more of what you don't want. And this is one thing that I share today in my stories. You all should go read it because it will blow your mind. And it's one of the things that we're talking about tonight a little bit deeper, a lot deeper in the Sovereign Women Academy because it is Monday. But a lot of us don't realize that by asking to not, by pursuing a life with only positive experiences, we're actually pursue, we're actually attracting negativity. It's when you accept the negative that the positive occurs. If you are persisting and rejecting the negative or your shadows, they will continue to haunt you so it's like almost like if you're chasing the money, it will always elude you because you need it. And the universe is always saying yes. So if you're saying, I need the money, I need the relationship, I need the healing, the universe will always have you seeking for it because you're not realizing it's in you already. And, and this week, so much of this fiery stuff can come up, all these loyal you commitments you made to your lineage about how you're not going to see your worth as a woman, how you're not going to create these boundaries where people know you're not ice queen, but people know another thing that I shared in my stories that they are going to respect you, that they are going to honor you as a sacred goddess that you are to carry yourself in that divinity. Really what I mean by that is understanding that you must see that in you first before anyone else can honor you and respect you before anyone else can carry you in that frequency. And that's what you need to be really conscious and aware of this week, because especially if you are repeating these programs where it's the same, you know, another person in another meat suit, but it's the same lesson. It's the same experience. Then this is where you do the shadow work. This is where you accept radically, accept radically. 
Now, why don't we accept radically? And that's what we're going to be talking about this week because I'll be going live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10.30 a.m.-ish. Set your notifications. You all can, if you're on Instagram, you can set a notification on the bell and it'll actually uh, notify you when I go live. You're on Facebook. I don't think you can do notifications on Facebook, but you can always catch the replay on Facebook. And of course, on, on the podcast, you can find us everywhere podcasts are streamed now which is like Spotify and Apple and all those different places. But this is what I want to talk about today because this quote that I was reading from a doctor who was talking about uh, pain and depression. And they, the reason they were talking about this and this article came up today was because they were talking about the after effects or really the effects of this pandemic and, and COVID and everything that's happening, right? With the, the mental state of, of, of humanity. And what she was saying was that the brain pathways that drive depression are intrinsically linked to the ones that drive a pain. This is Dr. Christy Bannister. She was saying this. And the reason she was saying this is because we're talking about chronic pain. And, you know, a lot of the times, even when it comes to depression or chronic pain, you've heard, if you're someone who suffers from chronic pain, uh, you've heard people say it's all in your head or just get over it, right? And the reason that is, is because I don't know if you, any of you knew, but doctors are now finding out that many of the people that are suffering from chronic pain did not necessarily have an underlying like physical injury. So it's not like the chronic pain comes from someone who broke their leg and never got over it, or someone who had some kind of accident. A lot of the people that suffer from chronic pain have never had any physical injuries, but they are suffering from, let's say chronic headaches, chronic back pain, chronic X, Y, Z, what to call it what you will, right? And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because, and we're gonna talk a lot more deeper about this to understand it energetically, because first of all, there's many different types of depression, right? There's um, clinical depression, you know, doctors have coined sad depression. There's a uh, there's so many ways that it has been shaped. It has been described many similarities as it relates to feeling a sense of loss, a sense of sadness, different things like that, right? As it relates to what I'm discussing, I'm specifically speaking to you all about cold depression. Now, cold depression, as a yogic therapist, as a yogic scientist, my approach to understanding it is energetic, it's, it comes, it, it's an emotional approach. And, and it's very important that you understand this because as we talk deeper about this, you'll see why the brain, this is what the doctor just said, the brain pathways of the brain that drive depression, they're linked to the same as chronic pain. Now, why would that be? Why would the same frequencies that affect the brain as it relates to depression be linked to those that equate to chronic pain. Well, when you look at cold depression and we look at what the root cause is, and this is why a pill doesn't heal chronic pain nor depression, we're talking about an energy problem. And that's what cold depression is. Cold depression is you are numb from the body because you have an energy problem, which is what? Your emotions. And why do you have an energy problem? Well, there's several reasons. You know, number one, you have inner child wounds perhaps have unresolved experiences that were traumatic as a child that shaped your brain, 
literally from age zero to seven, your brain is in a theta stage. So it's like a sponge absorbing, learning, being programmed. So either A, you have a inner child issues you're dealing with. B, we're talking about ancestral stuff. You know, I was just talking to you about this. There was an awesome astrologer who was talking about this person that actually helps people uh, heal these loyalty agreements that we make with the ancestors on what we're going to keep as a, as a wound in our incarnations. I mean, so you could be carrying something from your great grandma, from your grandma that, that you are not releasing and you're not becoming aware of, and you're still blaming the world. Right. Or, or see, you know, as an adult, right. You've experienced trauma. You also may be processing so much technology and information that not maybe this is what's happening that your brain is crashing on you so even if you've never experienced trauma which very few people have not and it's okay right because trauma is the polarity it teaches us how to self-realize and know that the answer is always unconditional love it really does that's the spiritual psychotherapy that i teach right but the truth is is that even if you've never experienced trauma you're processing information more than uh, your ancestors did in their whole lifetime in one day. So that means your brain is like a computer that if it doesn't get the oxygen it needs, if it doesn't increase its vitality, then you're going to suffer from cold depression. This is why really intellectual people are crashing. Their nervous systems are crashing. Their glandular system are crashing because why? Jogi Bhajan, the great tantric master who brought Kundalini yoga from the East to the West said, most nervous systems and glandular systems of human beings cannot sustain the demands and pressures of the age of Aquarius, period. And this is the age of information that we're all in. So it's not like there's something like wrong with you. It's just that everybody's suffering through cold depression. Yogis, I am a yogi and I still, if I don't do my inner work, I still go through my old patterns and programs, which is why I, it's a do or die practice. It's a priority you know, that comes as a priority because otherwise the rest of my day is not productive. The rest of my day is my old patterns and programs. So, so all of us need this, this help and work. And, and as it relates to the body, think about this. If the brain is affected in the same way as it relates to the chemicals not being released correctly from the brain, because you have an energy problem, because your emotions, you, you live off of the judgmental good and bad mind, you're constantly remembering the traumatic experience, then those brain frequencies are the same, of course, as chronic pain. Why? And this is what we're going to talk about really deeply on Wednesday. Because ultimately, chronic pain doesn't happen physically. It starts with an emotion. It starts with an energy problem. So you don't have to, you could be in your bed and be imagining that a car is running you over and the body can start to feel that pain. The body can start to feel like something is running over and you can kill yourself by just imagining that. There's been many cases of this. There was even a doctor who got put in jail and I think it was in California who basically was lying to people, telling them that they had cancer and they didn't have cancer and people would go home and die from cancer. And then they would find out that they didn't have cancer, but the mind thought they had cancer. So the body started to shut down. It started to do all these crazy things. That's why it's, it's like a death wish when a doctor just says, oh, you have X amount of days to live. They're not God. They don't, 
if you accept that, that's up to you, right? And so that's how powerful the mind is. So the mind creates the pain through the same chemicals that depression has created. And that's why it's not just in your head. It's the same, same situation. It's the same energy problem. It's the same physical problem that cannot be healed in the brain from a pill. A pill is never going to heal the chronic pain because it's not in the body per se, where it can be excavated like a tumor. It is an emotional problem. It is an energy problem that then is creating the same chemical reactions in the brain that is then creating the pain. And this is why I am so passionate about the work that I teach because many of the women that I have helped and coached through, and I remember so many of the women, there was a specific actually um, gentleman who went through Kundalini yoga teacher training with me, who was on all these pain medications and basically came off of it from the work he was doing through the inner work. And I'm not telling you at all to come off of your medications right now and listen to everything I'm telling you. What I'm saying is that it's very important for you to open your heart to alternatives. Always consult with your doctor, always trust who you trust um, at all times, right? But it's also really important for us to understand, hey, there's alternatives. There's a reason why doctors are saying that the same brain situation is occurring whenever we're talking about depression, and chronic pain there's there's a reason why we need to explore this more and the only place where they don't teach you that your emotions are associated with your physical ailments or disease are in med school and the only reason that they don't teach you that in med school is because the doctors literally become salespeople for the pharmaceutical company so they could basically sell the pharmaceuticals. This is why I remember as a young child, I always wanted to become a therapist. I always knew that I was going to go and study and all these different things. And then I found out that basically they would, uh, the, the ones that I wanted to work with, they would be prescribing uh, all these different drugs that we basically, that's what they, that was their approach to healing. And that's why I did not take that Western approach to healing my own. I was suffering from cold depression terribly. It was the root cause of all of the problems in my life. Every problem in my life, not following my life purpose, not basically healing my relationship with myself, which created healing or problems with the relationship with my husband, with my parents, not healing basically the existential crisis that I was going through, the anxiety, the looking like I was super productive and head of every organization yet inside dying like not wanting to face myself, bypassing every aspect of connecting with my heart because I didn't want to face the shadows. I didn't want to forgive myself. These are all things that I was suffering through. And that's why I'm so passionate about it because now I see that the finally, you know, as humanity starts to realize that those band-aids that we were given as an answer and solution in the last few hundred years are now finally coming off. And as they're coming off, that we do have solutions that get to the root cause. And that we now have doctors that are talking about the reality and the truth of fact that is that our emotions, our energy is directly correlated to our mental state of being and to whatever happens physically in the body. And that's what we're going to talk about this week specifically. So Wednesday, I'm going to talk a little bit deeper uh, about this, understanding the energy. What, is it, what does it really mean? Chronic pain. And how does it circulate as it relates to energy and why would it be associated to depression? 
and specifically cold depression. We're going to really tackle cold depression so you understand it a little bit more. And then on Friday, we'll bring it home with some of the questions that have come through as it relates to actually this specific subject matter. And perhaps maybe even uh, Lizzie's actually on vacation this week. She is uh, in Aloha. She's in, in the most beautiful islands in the world. These islands were uh, so life-changing for me. She's actually in Oahu in Waikiki. So I don't want to uh, bother her on Friday. I want her to really enjoy uh, everything that she is uh, enjoying with Mother Pele. The islands of Oahu uh, for me are near and dear in my heart because that's where the goddess Pele herself uh, showed herself to me during a time of, of great, great sadness in my heart. And so I know that anytime anyone visits the islands, it's, it is a transformative experience. So I sending her so much love and prayer as she comes in union with um, Mother Pele herself. And uh, we'll send her all love as well. But Friday, we'll be back here in the morning. So like I said, you all want to set up your notifications so you can be notified when we, um, when I do go live, it'll be a lot easier. Uh, for now, also make sure that you're also following our, our private community page. We're going to go strong in there as I continue to share um, now, uh, coming back strong with sharing really information as it relates to cold depression, overcoming it, and really understanding energy. You know, that's one of the things that I, uh, as I came back from my trip, I wanted to get revamp everything because to me, like I am like completely rebirthed from this trip. It was, it was life and being and summer solstice having the uh, we had a class for satori that day there and it was so surreal like being on the beach and at the same time bringing in the birth of the sun and and all the different miracles that happened there so to me and i come back with a lot of humility my tantric necklaces broke over there the night before the solstice it was in a way that was very very unconscious that i needed to really learn a lesson but they're being repaired right now um dr haridas is actually repairing them one thing that i will share with you that uh definitely showed me a lot of lessons is this beautiful piece that i actually she was like hissing at me and for all of you that are not uh, listening to the podcast and not watching um there's a beautiful uh silver piece on my neck of kundalini herself it's the, it's the serpent uh herself and I was in this malecon and, and shopping. There was just like this little store from far away. And like, I saw her like, from far, far away. And it was the, the day before my tantric necklaces broke completely, both of them. And a lot of people, I cried, but it's not it's such a bad thing. It actually means you're closing out chapters and you're moving into a higher elevated consciousness. So the next day I'm walking down the malecon and I see her and she's like, literally hissing at me from far away and I'm just like oh my gosh like energetically I was so drawn to her and as I came near I mean I held her man I was like wow she just feels so powerful so I've been now wearing her while my tantric necklaces come back I'll be wearing all three at the same time but I share this story with you because it is so important that we really elevate our our, our level of self-worth the Egyptian ancestors they and our uh, Mayan ancestors, our Aztec ancestors, they wore beautiful pieces of jewelry, uh, silvers, gold, and they wore them energetically. And that's what the tantric necklaces represent. It's an actual C shape 
with specific jams that are created by specific teachers. Same thing with this necklace. I mean, it came from such a sacred place in Mexico from uh, somebody who really was connected to their art and craft. And, and it's it's unique in its way where the way it's created and, and, and the way it feels on my body. Say yes to love. Say yes to those things that are going to make you happy. Say yes to self-worth because once you start doing that the universe just brings it to you remember as you start to need things if you need luxury if you need love if you need money it's not you're blocking it from you but if you see yourself as full and complete it's all going to come to you and you can't do that if you're constantly bypassing the real issue which is these emotional pains that we carry and this week, we can really do a lot of progress if we start to become more aware about what we're repeating and we start to really understand that our physical pain is connected to anything that is happening emotionally. And we'll talk a lot more about that this week. So I just want to say, love yourself, ladies, because the universe is ready to bestow upon you so much love. And let me tell you, most of my life, I have lived in a time, a point where I, I have not allowed myself to receive. I've always been a hustler taking a lot of action. I used to be a lot of action and just not allowing myself to receive and being in this state of consciousness now and seeing the miracles is, is a game changer. So no bypassing your healing and really looking at how worthy you are will really, really change where we're going with this energy this week. So I'll catch you all again on Wednesday and we'll talk a little bit more deeper about this specific article about how to really understand how to reprogram the body from the chronic pain it constantly feels by really getting to the root cause, which is our emotions. And I'll share with you more about the SWC method that'll help you really understand how we do that within the academy. For now, make sure you follow our private community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. That's on Instagram. As well as on Facebook, we have a private Facebook group page, which I linked it below here in the comments. And of course, if you all are on our podcast, we're everywhere, Spotify, uh, Apple, pretty much everywhere podcasts are streamed. So thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing with other women. Thank you for bringing those along with you that are ready to actually take their sovereignty back. And for all of these, all of you catching it live, thank you for being here. Sending you all so much love. I'll see you all again on Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Women Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.